located in the backwoods of West Virginia, there's a terrifying museum many wouldn't dare go into. Let's just put it this way. You know how Chuck E. Cheese, Showbiz Pizza, and Disney actively get rid of their creepy old animatronics? Well, this place has actually been buying stuff like that for years. They're not just acquiring any old animatronics either. They're purchasing ones that specifically have dark pasts or are linked to horrific tragedies. And the most terrifying thing is, nobody knows why they're doing it. They're clearly not trying to make much profit with the place, because they never do any sort of marketing or anything for it. In fact, they don't even have an online presence at all. The way that I heard about it was my friend Russ has family up there, who've heard rumors about it, but they didn't know exactly where it was either. It's apparently located in an area where even Google Maps has trouble bringing you to, because the roads are not all official and it's such rugged terrain. Anyways, my friends and I decided to fly out there to investigate the place. We all recently graduated from high school and decided to take a year off before college to explore cool stuff we were interested in. So I thought this would be a perfect place. We flew into West Virginia and I rented an SUV for Russ and my friends Laura and Thomas and headed to where Russ's family lived, just outside of a town called Man, West Virginia. Starting to follow the word-of-mouth trail, we talked to Russ's mom, who led us to a friend, who eventually led us to her boss at work. But in the end, the only thing we found out was the general area of the place and that it was run out of someone's residence, so there wouldn't be any kind of easy way to locate it. We started driving around town at random, looking for maybe a sign for it or something like that. I eventually got kind of worried, thinking that we might have to return back home without ever even seeing it. That was when Lara pointed out this little peanut stand off the side of the highway. It had these weird human-sized marionette puppets outside, sitting in old furniture, and they would just wave at you as your car passed by. It was strange enough that we thought maybe they might be familiar with the animatronic museum. Turns out we were right. They had actually bought a couple of their puppet supplies from the owner and gave us a business card with an address that said, The House of Forgotten Animatronics. They also drew us a very basic map for how we could get there on the back of the card. Unbelievably excited, we grabbed some snacks for the road and got back in the car to go find the place. As we approached the destination, we started to notice the terrain growing more and more rural. Eventually we came upon a dirt road, leading up a mountain where the map told us to turn. It was weird because there wasn't a street sign or anything, but the business card literally said to turn before the stop sign, which was about a hundred feet up ahead. I hesitantly drove up the mountain and headed down a long path through the forest. After driving for about 15 minutes through the dense trees, an old wooden two-story house slowly became visible. There weren't any distinguishing features to it other than the fact that it looked sort of old and run down so I was wondering if we were even at the right place. Then as we approached, I noticed what looked like an old church behind it, with a large tractor trailer parked outside. The front of the wooden house looked like the porch of a cracker barrel, complete with old beat-up rocking chairs and everything. 
and the door had a faded sign that read, House of Forgotten Animatronics. We were finally there. I quickly went up and knocked on the door, but no one answered. They had a little plaque on the side of the door with the hours of operation, and it specified that we were within them. I also noticed below them it said, Please enter museum here. So I gently tried the doorknob. To my surprise it opened, and we walked right in, immediately noticing a dusty little check-in desk to the left of the door. It seemed like it hadn't been used in years, and there was a slot on the desk asking for $5 donations. I pushed a $20 bill down into the slot and headed down the hall in front of us. Straight away I could hear the movement of the different animatronics creaking and shifting around on the other side. Ready guys? Let's do this. I quickly moved the curtain exposing another hallway with different animatronics on each side. There was a Zoltar that immediately began to move as soon as we walked in, trying to get us to give it a dollar for a fortune telling. Then to our right, there was a Mac Tonight and a Ronald McDonald animatronic, slowly dancing to some weird song. The next room we entered was full of showbiz pizza animatronics, mostly the ones called The Portrait Show, which were also singing and moving in unison. Suddenly, an Uncle Clunk animatronic lightly touched my arm as it went through its programmed motions. Yo, look at this! I yelled to my friends. As they approached, Uncle Clunk started doing some very peculiar things. He picked up a phone beside him and made a call, but that wasn't weird. That was what he normally did. It was what he said after, which really disturbed me. He started talking as if he was reporting the news. I couldn't totally hear what he was saying, but I did pick up the words, They went missing in Logan County, West Virginia. I wondered if the owners had ported the news into the animatronic or something. Either way, it kind of freaked me out. In the next room, I could see that they were setting up a giant shark animatronic in this Jaws-themed room, but it didn't look functional yet. But before I could go in, I heard running from the front of the house. Suddenly from the curtain we entered the hallway through, bursted a large man wearing a Mr. Munch head. He whacked my friend Thomas in the back of the head with a mallet and then grabbed Laura, carrying her out of the room, kicking and screaming. And Russ was then pulled through a trap door in the wall. I chased after the man in the Mr. Munch suit and ended up in this industrial-sized kitchen with a giant locking fridge at the center of it. I got in there just in time to see Mr. Munch toss Laura inside and lock her in. Then suddenly from behind me, my mouth was covered up by a rag, which was held by a man wearing a bear costume, and lost consciousness shortly after. I awoke what felt like hours later, tied up in this weird religious-type shrine, with stained glass down at the end of an aisle. The animatronics had been moved into the room with us, and my two friends Russ and Thomas were hanging by their hands, down at the front of the aisle. Laura was laying tied to a stone bench in front of something big hidden underneath a curtain. The guy with the Mr. Munch head on was walking towards the front of the shrine. He pulled the large curtain off of a Chuck E. Cheese animatronic and then kneeled down before it. 
it began to move around in this bizarre ritualistic way. And I noticed it had this paper taped to its foot, which said something about harming family, but I wasn't close enough to read it. It eventually looked down at Laura and emitted this excessively joyous giggle. Then the man in the bear costume grabbed me and dragged me up towards where the others were. I suddenly started aggressively fighting for my life. I guess it surprised him because I was able to get loose and ran to the stained glass window and smashed through it. I fell two stories into some bushes below but was luckily able to get up onto my feet. I realized that I was outside of the church out back and immediately knew how to get back to the SUV. I ran as fast as I could to the front of the house and bolted into the driver's seat of the vehicle. Since my cell phone had been taken, I just started driving down the road, hoping I would find some sort of civilization at some point. Ultimately, police were contacted, and we did go back to the house with a museum in it, although my friends weren't there anymore. In fact, none of the people were there, and it turned out the house was registered to someone who had passed away years before. The museum animatronics had been moved as well. It seems that what these people had been doing was much more well-coordinated than I had ever imagined. In fact, recently, I've been hearing about similar little pop-up animatronic museums opening up in several other places across the country. There was apparently one in a back alley in Chicago, then another in someone's backyard in Florida, and even one on an island out in the middle of a giant lake. They all show up for a small amount of time, and then leave as quickly as they came, disappearing without a trace. So I have to warn you, if you ever hear about one of these coming to an area near you, do not go. Although before the great loss of my friends, I know I would have probably checked it out, no matter what anybody said. So until next time, be careful out there. Hey, it's Mr. Freaky. Hope you enjoyed that original creepypasta. What would be a cool location for the next video to take place? Leave it in the comments and let's discuss. Also, please remember to like this video and subscribe to my channel to keep up to date with more stories like this one. Have a horrific evening, everyone. And remember to stay spooky, my friends.